Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. Uh, welcome to our week in between. Um, it's <laughs> it's a very strange week, the week between Christmas and New Year's, because it's like, oh, there's a whole week here. What do I do with it? Oh, it's finished. Um, so... <laughs> Also, spending a lot of time just holding your stomach going, how? Oh, why did I eat all of that? Um, I have probably, I'm probably in a coma somewhere because uh, my fiance's birthday is on Christmas Eve, um, which I know sounds terrible, but, you know, he's Chinese and didn't have Christmas until he got to Australia in the year 2000. Um, so, yeah, like everyone's like, oh, how poor, how, how sad for you. And he's like, well, I, it's, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so, I would have eaten everything in the world for Christmas Eve and then Christmas anyway. And I had like a family Christmas the weekend before. Like, it's been, I've just eaten everything. I need to... Probably not eat for all of January. Um, but my birthday's in January. So, oh, what a disappointment to myself I am. Um, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with enjoying food. Otherwise, you know, I wouldn't be sitting here rolling around going, ah, if I wasn't enjoying myself. Um, so, uh, I wanted to have a look back at some of the things that uh, people have said about the flux, Doctor Who flux, um, that we missed out on because they, you know, happened in... The, the interim time. Um, so, first up, Damo, who apologises. Don't apologise, Damo. It's fine. He says, I'm very late to sharing my thoughts on the final episode of Flux. That's fine. It's, you know, plenty of time. Um, oh, I would also like to quickly welcome Marcus to the Patreon, um, who was very excited that I read out uh, an email he sent six months after he sent it. <laughs> Um, because I was having a, a break. Anyway, I got around to reading out his... He sent me an email about Revolution of the Daleks after last New Year's, and I didn't really 
get around to it until I watched it again when I brought the show back in, when was that, June, July? I can't even remember now. Um, anyway, we're now into the 400 episodes. Um, so, Damo says, uh, very late sharing my thoughts. And this is in part because I was a bit disappointed. Oh, I see. You're trying to try not to let your disappointment infect my joyous podcast. Um, he says, there were lots of good things, but wholly it felt unfinished. Like, there were so many things to finish. I, I don't know how they managed to finish half of them, let alone, you know, all of them. I mean, they didn't finish all of them. Um, Damo says, I do think we'll get a bit more of a resolution in the upcoming specials, although perhaps the former lives of the Doctor will remain hidden in the TARDIS for something in the future. I also wouldn't pa- put it past Russell T. Davis to ask Chibnall to put in a few elements for whatever is to come in the future. Bring on the specials! Exclamation mark. Um, that's why I yelled it like that. <laughs> I obey my exclamation marks. I'm like um, <laughs> Ron Burgundy in the Anchorman. <laughs> Just put a question mark and I will say something weird. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think that too, Damo. I think we will get a few answers in the specials, although maybe not in the New Year's Day special. That might be, you know just its own thing by the sounds of it um anyway we'll talk about that in another episode when we're closer to the new year's day i mean it's the second of january here it's just like it's the second of january episode i don't know it is confusing um bert also has uh written a, a long post about uh how he's reacted to everything and says i've watched it again and i agree it's all there just unsatisfying. Unless, capital letters, uh, all these threads and characters are coming back. Um, things that felt superfluous to me were the Grand Serpent um, and the Sontarans would have found another way into the Lapari shield. Yeah, it was like it felt weird, like jamming all of that stuff in, but I loved that it was there. Like it kind of, I, I know it was kind of, it, it felt a bit like an ancillary storyline. But having Kate Stewart and the Grand Serpent, like, I just loved having them there. They were awesome fun. Um, Kate Stewart, lovely but ultimately pointless. Yeah. Uh, Binder, uh, enjoyable, but all they really did was pitch in. Um, Die, wonderful but redundant. I feel like Russell T is waiting in the wings, building his new Doctor Who posse for some big future showdown. Um, stuff that was mysteriously provocative. The Grand Serpent said his name was bestowed upon him by who? Well, probably the people who voted for him, I guess. But, you know, maybe someone important. Uh, the Thompson Twins. <laughs> why, why did they become the Thompson Twins? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my crystal face and sister. Um, the Thompson Twins didn't start the flux. Uh, Tiki Tiki Tata did when the Doctor went rogue. So their goal in hijacking it to release Time, who apparently is now a sentient baddie, just seems a bit vague. What will they actually get out of it? Well, I think they thought Time was going to raise them up on a pedestal and make him make them as important as he is. And instead he just went, Oh, you've ruined everything and disintegrated them into nothing. Um, and then during Swarm's disintegrate reintegration, re de- disintegration <laughs> fun with the doctor, we learn that the memory palace falls apart with her, as does the contents of the fob watch and vice versa. Just like the flux. And while he's doing this, he says, you are the universe, Doctor. So, here's my theory. 
The Doctor is the first Time Lord. Oh, Bert, what's going on here? Not of our universe and was delivered here to become some kind of cosmic linchpin to stop time from running rampant and ultimately destroying everything. Oh, the bad time, like the the person time that was the Doctor in the dark coat and also the uh, looked like Swarm. Right. Ooh. Um... But the Doctor rebelled against her proposed purpose, embodied by the Division, and put the universe on a new path. One not intended by whoever sent her in the first place. <gasps> Gasp. I don't think we've seen the end of this plot line or characters. Yes. Oh, that feels good. Yeah, I feel like that time guy just turning up right at the end. I know he's kind of mentioned... Well, they were just talking about the planet of time. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like... That character turning up right at the end, like, you know, as much as it felt like a deus ex machina, like, it really did feel also like, oh, here is someone who is going to factor large in the next couple of special episodes and possibly be the reason for the regeneration. <gasps> what? What? I don't understand. Um... Also, we've got from James, who says, Looking ahead to the New Year's special, have a listen to The Chimes of Midnight. It's a big Finnish audio that is free to listen to on Spotify. Also very inexpensive to buy. It's a Christmas story. Oh, sorry, I should have read this out before Christmas. (laughs) It's a Christmas story, more or less. I mean, it's Christmas Day if you're on Patreon. Um, (laughs) And appears to have certain structural similarities to The Eve of the Daleks. Plus... It's rather good. Oh, bless you, James. Um, It is great. I love The Chimes of Midnight. It's one of my favourites. Peter. um, Crazy text along, Peter. I've got to stop calling him crazy. That's a pejorative term. We shouldn't use it. Um, But anyway, Peter loves The Chimes of Midnight. And he does actually listen to it every year. Um, I think he listened to it on Wednesday, just before Christmas. I don't know. He posted it on his Twitter. Um, But yeah, it is a wonderful story. It is the eighth Doctor, uh, Paul McGann and Charlie. um, It's one of their adventures. Because they, way back when, oh, back at the door of time, um, before the show came back, when, you know, it was after the TV movie, um, the, Paul McGann went and started making big finishes. And so, they had their monthly stories, which were all the previous Doctors that they had, which was Peter Davison, Colin Baker, and Sylvester McCoy. Um, and then they would make these kind of little mini-series of adventures with uh, Paul McGann and Charlie and then Charlie and Carers. Um, so, yeah, it's one of those. And it is great fun. There's so many of those are really great. I mean, there's a couple that are a bit annoying. Um, But yeah, Chimes of Midnight, it's written by Robert Sherman, who wrote the Dalek episode in the first Christopher Eccleston season um, and has written some great big finishes, including one with um, Frobisher, the penguin that was the Doctor's companion in the cartoon strips in Doctor Who magazine. Um, Anyway, uh, jump onto that if you can find it on the Spotify, and I'll be back here in the next episode. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.